0: Hi and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick. I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. This week on the podcast we have a speech that I gave to the boys varsity soccer team from Martinsburg High School in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I've been good friends with their head coach for my entire life so I was super excited whenever he gave me this chance to talk to the guys and work with them in the gym and a little bit on the field so I could help them equate the things they do in the gym to the things they do in the field and how important quality movement is. But also, I wanted to give them a little bit of insight into how they can take the mindset of that will to succeed as an athlete and how that can carry over to everything that they do in life if they approach everything with the same mentality because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I hope you enjoy. So I just want to talk to you guys for like maybe like 10 minutes real quick to kind of set up exactly what we're going to be doing here tonight and kind of the... the mindset of, of the way I approach things, the way I want to see you guys approach things. Um, and this is kind of why uh, Justin brought me in here tonight. Uh, I've been friends with Justin and his younger brother, Caleb, since I actually can't remember a time when I wasn't friends with him. I think I met you guys when I was like two, three. Wait, I meant to bring a picture. We were oh, gosh, I wish so you brought that. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah, so we played soccer together when uh, we were really little. And his dad was our coach. Uh, along with Mr. Leonard, what's the Mr. Leonard's first name? Uh, Glenn. Glenn Leonard. you Guys, have any idea who that is? It's a funny name, Glenn Leonard. But uh, so they were our coaches, and they had, they had in their minds that we must have been like future superstars because they would put us through drills like crazy. And I realize now why they did it, and it, and it's so important to me now. The things I learned when I was when I was playing soccer then. And I uh, carried on to now that I'm a trainer and now that I go and, and teach and speak and do stuff like this. And uh, some of the stuff they taught me there and then some of the things as I heard as I got older uh, kind of meshed together with what I wanted to talk to you guys about tonight. So the first concept is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So this is not just, just in the gym. This is how you approach life. This is how you approach your relationships, your career, uh, just about everything you do is, is this tenacity for... Um, success, or setting yourself up for success, or believing you would succeed with something. So when we were playing, there was this uh, drill, there was a 50-50 ball drill. You line two guys up, ball goes up, you sprint down for it. And what Coach Leonard would always say is, you win every 50-50 ball. And that was this idea that he had this mindset he wanted us to have. Now realistically, like how many 50-50 balls are you going to win in the game? You're not going to win all of them, right? Well, maybe, I don't know how good you guys are. but Typically, every 50-50 ball is up in the air. You're not going to get every single one, but you go at every ball like you're going to get it. So I didn't realize how important that was when Coach Leonard told us that, that that would be how I approached everything as I went on from playing soccer to going to college. So when I went to college, I I didn't know what I was going to do at first, Uh, bounced around majors, I ended up in exercise science because I liked working out, and I liked people, and I liked the people who were in that program. So I got a job at the gym, uh, at the school, it was Shepherd University, and I was mopping floors. The floors actually looked a lot like this. They were like disgusting, dirty floors. I was mopping, I had to do that every day. And my boss came up to me once and she said, hey, we need some student trainers. Do you want to be a personal trainer? We'll pay for you to get certified and we'll help you get some clients here. So that to me was a 50-50 ball, okay? So I saw the opportunity and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna be a trainer. Uh, So by the time I had graduated um, with my degree, uh, I was voted the top personal trainer at Shepherd University. I had more clients than everybody else. Any class that came up, I would, I would teach it. I was a student manager of the gym. We moved into this huge new wellness center, and I got to supervise that whole area. And it was, it was a, an opportunity that I really was just super, super grateful for. And, and gratitude is a big part of, of success, being thankful for the things that you're blessed with. So I saw that opportunity, and that's what I went for with that 50-50 mentality. The same thing with the way I approached my schooling. So I didn't really, I didn't party or anything. Still don't party, i pretty boring. All I did was study in college. And I approached every test as a 50-50 ball. Uh, I actually went to school with my cousin, Joel, who Justin's friends with. And uh, him and I were so competitive that if there was a test, if one of us got a higher score than the other one, or vice versa, we were always a little mad that somebody beat us at something. So I know it's kind of a nerdy idea, but it really came from an athletic mindset of, I won't be outworked when it comes to this. Like, you won't beat me at this. Or at least I'm going to try to beat you at this. So I graduated with good grades, and that got me an internship down at the YMCA in Frederick County. When I went down there, I didn't have what I had whenever I was at Shepherd University. Nobody knew who I was. Um, I was a a relatively newer trainer. I'd only been a trainer for about three years at that point. But here was my opportunity, and this was my 50-50 ball. So I've been at the Y now for seven years. I'm now the assistant director of the entire health and wellness program. I'm in charge of all the trainers, the gym, all the staff in the gym. Uh, I train everybody in CPR there. Uh, I get to oversee a lot of stuff there, and it's it's an opportunity that, again, I'm extremely grateful for that that opportunity was was presented to me, but it's just like that 50-50 ball. It's just when something like that comes up, you've got to take it, and you've got to run after it with that tenacity. So now I run my own company called Straight Shot Training. It's an online training company. And this is, my 50-50 balls like up in the air right now. Like I just started it. Okay, but I'm running at this thing with everything I've got. And hopefully, and I don't know if it'll take me seven, take me 10 years to make this thing successful, but I am want to work at it until it, I get to where I want to be with it. Um, and that's that 50-50 ball mentality. So there's going to be things I'm going to fail at. I had, I've failed a lot of things in life. <laughs> I'm only 28, so I'm sure there's going to be lots of more things that I fail at as I go on. But I'm going to attack every situation with that 50-50 mentality. So as you guys, I understand you're coming off of a season that like wasn't super awesome, right? What was your record last season? Four and 15. Four and 15, okay. So what, what, does that, what does that feel like as an athlete? You guys have that, that fire to win. Like it, what does it feel like? Be honest. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, my fire comes from our playoff games because we lost in like the most heartbreaking fashion you can think of. So, oh gosh, yeah, that drives me every day. That drives to, you, right? Uh, yeah, not to have that repeated. There you go. There you or. go. Yep. So, so, it's it's that built off your past experiences, built on your future experiences, attacking each one of those situations. Uh, So do you guys ever do any CrossFit? You heard about CrossFit, know a little bit what it was? Okay, so I got into CrossFit a long time ago, like when I was like 20. Probably seen some funny videos of it more than anything else. So I started when I was like 21, and they have this online competition. And by the time that I was 24, I did the online competition. You're kind of ranked worldwide. Well, as you can see, I'm not a a huge guy. Um, I'm strong, but I'm not that strong. I'm fast, but I'm not that fast. I did gymnastics, but I'm not great with it. So I consider myself pretty average, but when I went into that thing I thought nobody is going to outwork me when it comes to this. So I ended up in the top 1.5 percent in the world by the time we finished that competition. There was about 200,000 guys in it. And that was, I really do not consider myself an exceptional athlete, but I do consider myself a hard worker. Uh, Something that both uh, his dad and uh, Coach Leonard um, said to me when I was 10 years old that I still remember now uh, at 28 was we had this pizza party at the end of the one season that we had and everybody gets their awards. You guys remember getting the trophies and stuff, the pizza parties? Yeah. So did anybody here get most improved? You did? Yeah, you guys. So I got that award that year. But it wasn't, it wasn't so much that, that I got the award of most improved. It was, it was what they said to me as coaches. And they said that Johnny's not the biggest guy on the field, but he has the biggest heart. And so I, that really stuck with me, and I really think it's important. stuff that coaches say is so important to you guys when you're younger and as you get older, because it really does stick with you. So as I got older, I realized, yeah, I'm gonna be, not going to be the biggest guy. I'm not going to be the richest guy. Um, I may not be the most successful person in the world's eyes, but you won't outwork me, and you won't have more heart than me when it comes to pouring absolutely everything that I am into absolutely everything that I do. And that's that how-you-do-one-thing-is-how-you-do-everything attitude. So I want you guys to be, whatever you're going into, be super successful in whatever success is to you. Don't worry about what success is to somebody else. If success is to you what success is to you, in your relationships, in your life, with yeah, your, your career, with sports, whatever you guys go on to do, it's that 50-50 ball mentality. It's going to get you that success that we're talking about. Is attacking everything with everything you've got with that passion. And that's how that's going to help you appreciate life more, too. You're going to appreciate the opportunities you have. You're going to see each opportunity as, I can make something out of this. So the more physical side, what we're actually going to go and do now when it comes to how you do one thing is how you do everything, is the things that you do in the gym. are going to have a direct relationship to the things you do on the field. So anybody here knows somebody who has had an ACL injury? Blow the, blow their ACL. Have you had one or? My dad blew his. Ankle. What was he doing? He was weightlifting. Oh jeez. All right, we won't blow any ACLs tonight. But, but but so typically ACL injuries, there's only one spot where I'm okay with ACL injuries happening. Okay with them happening in quotation marks is in football. Or if you get if somebody slides into you, or if you get hit by a car, or something like that. Any contact you can't control. The things you can control is do you have stability in your hips and your ankles that when you plant and cut that your knee doesn't cave in when you squat if your knees cave in your knees are going to cave in when you go to step on the field if your knees cave in when you lunge when you go to plant your foot and kick and somebody slides from the side you won't be able to apply that force out towards them and keep your acl stable so the things that we're going to learn tonight are going to be the things that whenever you get to the field are going to have a direct relationship over to that because. Working out the gym is not just getting strong, getting ripped, getting beach ready, getting jacked. Okay? It's not just about that. You are creating what we call patterns, or a blueprint that your body is going to revert to. If I were to throw something at one of you guys right now, you'd probably get your hands up to catch it, right? Okay, you didn't have to tell your arms, okay, you need to flex to 90 degrees at the elbow, you need to flex at the shoulder to 45 degrees, and then you need to uh, horizontally adduct your arms to catch something in the center. That would be absurd if we had to do that. Your body has patterns that it goes to, because we do them all the time. Well, you guys play soccer all the time. okay? So you, as if I kicked you a ball, you'd know exactly what to do with it. Okay? So the things that you do in the gym, I want you to start thinking about, how is this going to make me a better soccer player? So squatting makes you better at pretty much everything. But we're going to talk about exactly why tonight. Lunging, step-ups, moving side-to-side, side, and twisting movements are going to make you better on the soccer field as well, and as we do those tonight, we're going to get into exactly what those are. So first of all, I'm, I'm really pumped that you guys showed up because like not everybody wants to come and just hang out and lift on a Tuesday night at 7 o'clock in the summer when you guys are supposed to be relaxing. So I really appreciate you guys having out, and I really appreciate Justin having me here to talk to you guys because I'm really passionate about this stuff, and I hope I can share a little bit with, with you guys with that. So. Let's get warmed up and then we're gonna start with our uh, our workout tonight. Do you guys need anything to drink or anything before we go? Nope, good, awesome. All right, let's go, let's get everybody stand up. So from there I took the guys through squats and deadlifts and I really like teaching those big movements early on with my athletes and my clients because it helps me develop this, this language between them and myself, me as a coach, them as an athlete, it helps me develop a sense of what their learning style is, if they are a tactile learner, an auditory learner, a visual learner. So if we can communicate well in those big movement patterns, then we develop this language together that I can then cue them as we move out into other movements that kind of branch off of those those big concepts like pressing and squatting and hip hinging and lunging and stepping, stuff like that. So then we went out to the soccer field and we did a circuit that involved a lot of core stability, rotational movement, side to side movement, more stuff that's gonna be a little similar to what they're gonna be doing on a field and continue that language that we created in the gym, carried out there, and then hopefully the things that they learned out on that field with that circuit, they'll be able to apply as they get ready to start their season and they start doing more sport-specific stuff in their practices. Now, one thing that I wanted to touch on that I got into in the speech a little bit, but I really wanted to focus on more of those those other two concepts that win every 50-50 ball mentality that I want them to approach situations with, and the how you do one thing is how you do everything, meaning don't just approach athletic situations with that kind of drive. You need to approach everything with it. I quickly mentioned gratitude in the speech I gave them, and I want to touch on that just for a second here because it is so important to me, and it is the difference to me between me bragging about accomplishments and me being super, super grateful and thankful for the things and the people I've been blessed to have in my life that allow me to say, hey, these situations happened and I was able to take advantage of them, but it wasn't because of me. What I mean by this is that my accomplishments, like I said in in the speech, are not great when you compare them to some other people's accomplishments because accomplishments are incredibly personal to each person so the things that I've been blessed to be able to be a part of are part of what makes me who I am today and that's what I'm very thankful for so I don't want to brag about things I want to say I'm proud of the people who have helped me get to the place where I'm at I guess is what I'm what I'm more getting at because gratitude is very much Associated with humility is that you are saying that I'm thankful for the situation because I'm not the one who did it. I mean, obviously, you have to approach situations with that desire to succeed. You have to put in hard work, and you have to recognize when you're in good situations and how to pursue them. But you also need to understand that there is a entire lifetime of people behind you that help you get into those situations. So for me, starting out. I had an incredible family. I had amazing parents. I feel like I get my entrepreneurial spirit and my work ethic from my father. I feel like I get my love of communication and language and my love of learning from my mother. And so from the things that they taught me as a homeschooler, I was actually homeschooled all the way until college. The things I learned in homeschool, I feel like gave me a leg up that being able to learn at my own pace and being able to self-teach myself really i feel like gave me a leg up when it came to when i got into college and then once i got into college my professors and my advisors and my the coaches that taught my classes there i'm grateful that they saw that i wasn't there just because college was the thing you're supposed to do after high school they saw that i wanted to learn that i enjoyed speaking and teaching and coaching and they pushed me and they really are a huge part of of where i am today also once i got a job at the university i'm very grateful that i had such an incredible boss and mentor with my boss jenny there at the shepherd university wellness center she was the one who Saw me mopping the floors and asked me if I wanted to be a trainer. And then she's the one who helped me become a trainer, actually learned what the heck I was doing because I did not know what I was doing when I first started. And then ever since then, every boss I've had, I've actually never had a bad boss. When I was when I was putting all this together, I got to thinking about you know, how grateful I was for the things around me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've had really good bosses my entire career as a trainer. So I'm very thankful for everyone at the wellness center and then moving out into the places I've worked since then in that each supervisor or director that I had pushed me in a different way to develop some aspect of coaching in me that I was deficient in. And there are still plenty of things I'm deficient in and I look forward to addressing those weaknesses and then growing from there in wherever my career takes me in the future. I'm also extremely grateful for my wife and for how supportive she is and how supportive she's been throughout my training career because we were dating back before I even knew that I wanted to be a coach. And this entire time she's always been there supporting me in 100% in every endeavor that I've ever taken on as a coach. And it's like with the 50-50 ball, Anytime it's up that you have to believe that you are going to win that 50-50 ball. I have a wife who, without a doubt, believes that I'm going to win every single time. And that's extremely, extremely important to me, and I'm very grateful for that. I'm also grateful for my son, Wesley, who doesn't even know uh, the words I'm saying right now or how grateful I am for him because he's only three months old. But now that I have somebody who I can now see, wow, he's going to learn things from me the same way I learned from my dad and the same way I learned from my coaches – and I'm so excited to be able to teach him things, and it makes me take my role as a coach even even more seriously because I can see someone who everything they're ever going to learn right now in their life is going to come from from me and my wife and and the people very close to us. So um, that makes me extremely grateful for my situation, but also more appreciative of of my role as a coach. And that leads me into now being grateful for my clients. Uh, because if if I didn't have the clients that I've had and the athletes that I've had, I would not have been able to navigate the situations that I have when it comes to training people from totally different backgrounds and getting this wide array of different types of learners and different types of movers and people with different conditions and people with different backgrounds. And it's just been, it's been awesome to be able to grow as a coach solely because of those people who have pushed me that way. And I can't thank every single one of my clients and athletes enough for the way that they've shaped me as a coach. Finally, I want to thank you as the listener for taking time out of your day to listen to this. I really, really appreciate that. If you'd like to learn more about Straight Shot and what we do here with our programming, you can go to straightshottraining.com. Also, you can check out at Straight Shot Training on Instagram, on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel with about 250 videos of demos that you can check out there and share with your friends. And if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up anytime on any one of those platforms. I'd love to answer the questions that you have. Thank you again, and have a great week, everybody.